Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. This is an absolutely awesome day. Today is July 25th, 2009, Saturday, July 25th, 2009, and I am absolutely honored to be here to be able to talk to you again on this Saturday. To all our live listeners and our phone listeners, I thank you again each week. I, I tell you this every week. I mean it from the bottom of my heart with everything in my heart that I don't take you for granted. I know that you could be anywhere else. You could be anywhere else in the world today, but you're, you're taking the time at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to listen to Creating a Championship Standard of Living with, with Miles W. Miller, and I appreciate you. I don't take you for granted. I thank God for you. I'm praying increased blessings in your life. Thank you also for, again, telling your friends that we're on the air and telling your friends that this, the podcasts are available for, uh, the archive podcasts are available as well for, for more dynamic teachings. So, and I'll just look at the, the comments I've been getting. It is absolutely overwhelming that I took a step of faith and it wasn't in vain. You, it was, it, you, people are really getting something out of these shows and I'm thankful for it. So, as always, again, I tell you, if there's something that you want me to discuss, you want me to research, just give me a call. You can give me a call at um, at my office. You can call my office at six seven eight three nine excuse me three eight nine nine five four two. Again, that number is six seven eight three eight nine nine five four two. That's my office number. You can give me a call or you can send me an email at miles w miller. That's m y l e s w m i l l e r at gmail.com, and I just look forward to the opportunity to um, to create more dynamic shows for you. Uh, each week we're going to keep continue to bring on more and more dynamic guests. We're going to have more and more dynamic lessons. So, like I said, we don't take this for granted. We're going to definitely get better at what it is we're doing here for you, and like I said, just keep me honest to my work. If you call me and, and give me at, you know advice about things you want to see, I'll definitely research and I'll, I'll get it done for you. So um, without further ado, each week I like to um, to turn the show over to God's Holy Spirit. And, and, and in doing so, I, we, we release this show in, into his Holy Spirit, to his Holy Spirit, so that we all get what we came for today and that the message that comes forth is dynamic and, and is life-changing. Um, again, I don't take this for granted. I don't take this opportunity for granted at all. I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because this is a special show for me. This is my 25th show, my 25th Creative Championship Standard of Living show. And without a shadow of a doubt, I am deeply encouraged by the the, the outpouring of support. Uh, I'm deeply uh, encouraged by, again, the comments that I've been getting and also the fact that we're still on and we can, that we're able to still be able to be on because you guys really want to see this show come on. And I appreciate you, and I'm getting better with it as I'm doing. So, um Without further ado, we're going to move forward into the show. I want to start off with our divine intervention for the week. Uh, our divine intervention for the week comes from Joel 2 and 28. And I've given you this divine intervention before, but I think it's going to be really dynamic for, for where we're going and uh, for what it is that we're going to do today. Um, and I'll go ahead and read it to you. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Again, I'll repeat that. 
And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And that is from Joel chapter 2, verse 28. That is our divine intervention for the week. And also I'm going to give you a presidential wisdom for the week. Um, our, our, um, today's presidential wisdom comes from uh, as a quote I've taken from our 44th president, Barack Obama. And before I read this quote, I want to make a statement. Um, I have, this is my personal opinion, and I, I'm, but I'm going to say it. I grew to admire our president a little bit more this week after he handled a, a rough situation, not only as, a, um, as an elected official, but also as a man. Um, with the issue that happened with in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, with uh, Professor Henry Louis Gates, um, Jr., and the Cambridge police, where he was arrested. Um, and the circumstances sur surrounding that situation are com aren't completely known yet. I mean, we we've, there, we all have the, the court of public opinion. We all have our personal opinions concerning the incident. Um, and the President of the United States of America is no was no different. He's a, he's a man who saw things a certain way and felt led to comment on the things that he saw according to historical proof and facts. And in the heat of the moment, he made a comment and gave his opinion about the situation. But what I admired about him was that he was able to say, you know what, as Barack Obama, he could make that decision. He could make that, that statement as, as a man. He could make that statement from a person who has lived and experienced life. But as the President of the United States of America, his statement could have incited something way more dangerous and way more heated than, it, than, than what was needed. And he was able to, to recoil and say, you know what, I made a mistake, I apologize. And that takes a big person to say, you know what, I made a mistake and I apologize. And I'm, I'm saying this to somebody right now who can hear this podcast, who can hear this, this live show, that it's okay to admit that you made a mistake. It's okay to admit that you, 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 you made a, uh, an error. Even the President of the United States ma makes errors, but he's also man enough, you know, human enough to admit, you know what, I was out of line on that one. I won't do that again. And that's just, you know, again, my, my personal opinion of him. I, I, I grew to respect him a, l a lot more, a little bit more, a lot more from um, just him standing up and, and, and taking responsibility as a president of the United States of America and also as a man. And um, that goes a long way with me. So today's presidential wisdom is I don't care whether you're driving a hybrid or an SUV. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. I'll repeat that again for you. I don't care whether you're driving a hybrid or an SUV. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. Third time. I don't care whether you're driving a hybrid or an SUV. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. And that is our presidential wisdom for this week. Um, again, I'm uh, just completely honored to... Um, to be before you today, and uh, our lesson today um, is 
10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I, uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are, we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's within inside us. Um, a guest we had on a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, is to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, and they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves, and they, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image, how could you ever fall for the okie duck when somebody told you that you're, you're less than, than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you know, truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a farce. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not, that is not the truth. So in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating his likeness and image. You're creating his likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in his likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your, your existence on this earth, your existence in this, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he creates you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your, in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. And after you, and, but I want to elaborate on that also. You also 
to, to keep that image in your heart, you have to stay in rapport with that image. You have to stay in rapport with, with that which created the image. You have to stay in rapport with God's plan and God's image of you. So to do that, you have to stay in rapport with his word. And you have to continuously find time to read, find time to pray, find time to meditate to keep that, to keep that image alive. So I wanted to share that with you also. Step two, and I'm going to go through these uh, pretty smoothly and pretty fast because we've got um, a lot of things to cover. Step two, to staying true to yourself. Appreciate who you are. Appreciate who you are. Appreciate who you are. There is nothing more dynamic than honoring a person who is um, who, whose gift has made room for him. We do it all the time. We, we, we understand how to honor other people. We understand how to honor you know, dignitaries, uh, our leaders. But what if I told you that the very same thing applies to you, that you're worthy of honor, that the person that you are is worthy to be respected? See, Again, we go back to the, the whole thing of, about uniqueness. You were created so uniquely. You were created so dynamically and so so wonderful that some people, in, in not understanding their purpose and not understanding that, that they are gifted as well, will try to tear you down. So you have to consciously, consciously put in your mind, I have, that I appreciate that God made me the way he made me. I appreciate that God made me the way he made me because I'm not like everybody else. I can't do what everybody else does and expect the same things. I can't do that. I'm not that person. There's a different set of uh, parameters for me because I'm not, I don't, I don't blend in with the world. I don't blend in with everybody you see. I'm a, I'm a trendsetter myself. I'm a leader myself. So in understanding, I, I respect the fact that God thought so much of me that he put some dynamic stuff inside of me and asked me and, and put me on this earth to to bring forth some great things that only I can bring forth. That is dynamic, people. That is utterly dynamic. That is so dynamic. You are special. You are unique. You don't have to fit in. Now, don't don't go and and start picking fights with people. No, that's not what I'm saying. Don't start trying to tell people I'm so much special than you are. No, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying appreciate the fact that God put something inside of you that He didn't put in anybody else. And it's okay to appreciate it. And it's okay to appreciate yourself because you are dynamic. You are, are special. And every time you appreciate what God has put inside of you, it increases. Because guess what? Those things that you appreciate, guess what the word appreciate means to increase. So if you appreciate what, what's inside of you, it increases. It gets better. It gets stronger. It gets more profound. It gets more dynamic. So appreciate who you are. Step three to staying true to yourself is to appreciate what you already have. Appreciate what you already have. Appreciate what you already have. Again, the word appreciate means to increase. So if you are appreciative of what you already have, which means that wherever you are in the world right now, wherever you are in your life right now, it may not be where you want to be completely. It may not be the, the final destination. But give thanks for where you are right now. Give thanks for what you have right now. Give thanks because as you give thanks, it, it loosens up 
it loosens up the, the universe to to give you more because you, you're going to be tested in little, and once you have been proven in little, you're going to be you can be trusted with more, not necessarily just more money, but more of of, of wisdom, more um, more kindness, more compassion, more people to impact. The, so if you're faithful over little, you'll be trusted with more. So, and that doesn't exclude money, but it's, it's it, but it's bigger than money. To to appreciate what you already have, it says, I am thankful that I was trusted to be a steward over this thing right here. And people, let me tell you, that's dynamic. That is life changing. That that will that will set you apart from anything and anybody else. Once you can appreciate what you have, where you are right now, because it only sets you up for for bigger and better things. Step four. For staying true to yourself is to focus on your goals often. Focus on your goals often. Focus on your goals often. Again, those goals and those visions and those dreams that you that you have inside of you, they're not from you. They're divinely inspired. So every time you come in contact with those goals, every time you you know make the vision, write the vision down and make it plain. Every time you look at those goals, it becomes more concrete that you're here. You're not just here by chance. You're not just here to take up space and and take up air. You're not just here to you know work a nine to five, be somebody's slave the rest of your life. You're not here for that. You are here on assignment, and those goals that you come up with are are absolutely necessary for the betterment of the universe. Each and every one of us has a spot on the field that we're, we're entitled to play, that we've been given responsibility for. Just like football, if you play in zone defense, each person is responsible for a zone, and that zone, you police it and you, you control it better than anybody else can. And when you do that, it changes the whole dynamic of the game. Well, so too in your life, once you focus on your goals, each joint supply for, supply for the other. Your goals are important to the, to the continuation of the universe. You are important. You, I, I, I can't say this enough. You are important. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not important. You are very important because if you weren't important, why would God create you? You were created to do dynamic things. You were created to turn this world upside down. You were created to, to, to bring glory to the name of God, You bring to bring glory to the name of the Lord. You are created for something dynamic, so those goals are that important. Uh, Proverbs 16 and 9 tells you that if – the heart of man devises a plan, but it's the Lord that orders your steps. Those goals get you in the position where you can get aligned for divine, to divine um, intervention, <laughs> to, to go from our, our topic every week. So your goals will set you up for an opportunity to be greatly successful in this universe, but not just for yourself, but for, for, for the continuum of our, our universe and also for each other. So, step five to staying true to yourself. Work who you are truly every day. Work who you are truly every day. Or work truly work who you are every day. You are dynamic. You are unique. You are special. You are important. And only you can be you. 
You can try to be me, but you you would fail at it because you're not me. And I could try to be you, and I would fail at it because I'm not you. And it's sometimes you just got to, you know, it's like this. If you go to the bank and you need to sign some documents for a mortgage, most times, in most situations, they will not accept a photocopy of those documents. They have to have the original with your original signature. So, too, is your walk in this world. God made you the original. And what you need to do, only the original will suffice. For what you've been called to do, only the, only the original will suffice. And you are the original. Everything else that comes after you is, is duplicated from the original. But you are the original. You are the masterpiece. You are the, the, the Michelangelo. You are the Da Vinci piece that, that's in you know, the museums around the world. You are the original. You are the multi-million dollar piece that people want to get after. That people want in their showcase. So you have to work that uniqueness that you have. You have to work that idea that you have. You have to work it. You have to work it because there's no place in the world where success comes before work, except in a dictionary. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to put forth some effort. You're going to have to put forth some el elbow grease. You're going to have to get it done. But work who you are. Work who, who you know yourself to be every single day. Step six to staying true to yourself. Affirm what you truly want in life. Affirm what you truly want in life. Affirm what you truly want in life. It is utterly important that if you truly want something that you that you that your statements are congruent to what it is that you truly want. If you want to lose twenty five pounds, then your statements should be congruent to the fact that you want to lose 25 pounds. That's why you focus on your goals often. That's why you work who you truly are, because you're aligning yourself with the things that you really want. So your, the, your confession out of your mouth has to be exactly the same thing. Everything has to be in, congru in congruence. Every, if once everything is in congruence, things happen. Dynamic things happen once everything is congruent. Once everything lines up, your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit what you're saying. See, faith comes by hearing. So what you say out of your mouth, you're going to believe. So you have to affirm the things you want. So I, I see a lot of people short-circuit their success because they, they, they want to be successful, but then they say, well, they, they say things like they can't do it and they, they, they don't, you know, they, their parents have always been like this or this is all they're used to. Well, let me tell you something right now. If you, if you want to truly be successful, then you've got to become used to something different. In fact, don't get used to anything other than being who God says you are. If you've got to become used to something. So you have to let the words that come out of your mouth build li bring life and not death. See, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So whatever you're saying out of your mouth is either tearing down or building up. So if you want to truly build a dynamic life for yourself, choose your words wisely. Step number seven to staying true to yourself. Firmly attach yourself to people, places, and things that promote who you are. Firmly attach yourself to people, places, and things that promote who you are. Firmly attach yourself to people, places, and things that promote who you are. This, I think, is one of the most um, integral pieces of the puzzle. And it 
involves your connection. What are you connected to? Because you are what you're connected to. If you're connected to a, um, a group of bank robbers, guess what? When the police comes, when the feds come, they're going to get everybody in the room, including yourself. So you have to really watch what you're connected to. If, you're not, if you don't promote bank robberies, don't hang out with bank robbers. I'm going to repeat that again. If you do not promote bank robberies, don't hang out with bank robbers. It's that simple. You can't be connected to something that doesn't agree with your spirit, that doesn't agree with who you've been called to be. Um, you know, if, if you are called to be a motivational speaker, for instance, when I realized that this is what I wanted to do, the first thing I did was I went and found mentors who can empower me to do what it is I, I've been called to do. And that's, what, that's the thing you have to do. You have to find mentors. You have to find, read books. You have to connect yourself to anything positive moving in the direction of, of your life, of which, what it is you truly want. You have to connect yourself to it and avoid anything that's unlike what it is that you've been called to do at all costs, at every cost. Anything that diminishes who you are, stay away from it, whether it be your friends, whether it be family, you know, certain places that you may, go, may have gone to in the past, certain things that you may have liked to have done in the past. Disconnect yourself from anything or anybody or any place that causes your destiny to become diminished because it's too important. Your life is too important to be playing around and taking this thing by chance. It's not a chance that you're here. This is not by chance, and you have to be completely honest with yourself and take, in fact, right now, take a complete look at your life and ask yourself, am I doing things that promote who I am? Am I connected to people who promote who I am? Am I going places that promote my goals and my principles and who I really am? Am I doing things that promote who I am? If you, if the answer is no to any of those questions, then today is the day that we, we really stand on the presidential wisdom for today is if you're headed for a cliff, you got to change directions. Watch who you're connected to because who you're connected to says a lot about who you are. Step number eight. Sustain true to yourself. Meditate and pray more often every day. Meditate and pray more often every day. Meditate and pray more often every day. Prayer and meditation is very, very vital to any believer, to any dreamer, to any visionary. Because it, let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the absolute truth. It's important it's very important that you stay centered and grounded and balanced in the, the life that we've been entrusted with. Because if you, by any means, are not in sync with what it is you need to be doing, you can fall for anything, you can get pushed around, you can get beat up, you can, get, you can have bad things happen to you. So it is utterly important to stay grounded. It is utterly important to, to detox from the, the world. Because every day we go outside and, we, we, and there's a... You hear cliches like it's you know it's a rat race, and um, it's a dog eat dog world. Well, these things are sincerely factual. The world is 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 rough, and you have to be able to get yourself in a place where you can get that stuff out your system and and go back to the owner's manual of who you really are, and who you've really been called to be. So, meditate and pray more often every day. Step number nine to staying true to yourself is to do regular spring cleaning of your life. Do regular spring spring cleaning of your life. Do regular 
spring cleaning of your life. And what I mean by that is to, to take inventory and clean things out that don't belong. So if there's something in your life that is not promoting you, your success, get rid of it. I have a saying now, I don't want anything around me that doesn't work. That includes myself. So I get myself up every day to go to work because I don't want to be around anything that doesn't work. Anything that doesn't work, eventually it's going to cost you more money to have it or more time or more everything to have it in, in your presence than not. So if it can't work, then it can't be around you. That's a relationship, uh, a place that you may be going to, um, a job, a car, a house. If it's not working and there's nothing, you, and you've done everything you can do to make it work, let go of it and move in another direction because you can't, your de again, your destiny is too important to play around and take, it, take a chance with it. If you're in a relationship with somebody who can't see the vision, pray for them. But that vision is dynamic, and it's not of them. It's of God. And you have to be obedient and do what, what God has placed inside of you to do. So after you've done all those things, you've kept God's image of you in your heart. You appreciate who you are. You appreciate what you already have. You focus on your goals often. You work who you truly are every day. You affirm what you truly want in life. You firmly attach yourself to people, places, and things that promote who you are. You meditate and pray more often every day. You do regular spring cleaning of your life. After having done all those things, stand on this number 10 principle. The 10th step to staying true to yourself is pour out love in all that you do. Pour out love in all that you do. Pour out love in all that you do. Love is like a lubricant to a, the big machine of, of life the machine that we call life, love is what lubricates it. Love is what keeps things from wearing down. Love is what think, keeps things wearing, not wearing down, but, but not wearing down at an abnormal rate. If you don't put oil in your, in your car, guess what? Eventually, your engine is going to seize up because it needs oil to stay lubricated as, it, as, as all those explosions are going on inside the engine. So, too, People need love. We all need love. We, we're here to love each other. We're here to, to be our, our brother's keeper. We're here to help each other. And those things are done in love. So love is the most important factor of everything you'll ever do. Love is forgiving. Love is kind. Love is compassionate. Love understands. Love it desires the best in everything for everyone. Allow love to work on your heart today. And whatever it is that you've been called to do, allow love to work on your heart to get you where you need to be today. And without a shadow of a doubt, I thank you again for taking the time to listen to this lesson. I, I don't again don't take you for granted. I appreciate you, and um, I pray that this that is a dynamic thing for you this week and as you uh, move forward in your um, in your week and in your careers. Well, I feel absolutely. Uh, ecstatic and fired up right now. Uh, I've been, had the honor to meet some dynamic people over the course of my lifetime, and even more so doing this uh, radio show now, I've had the, the pleasure of meeting some really phenomenal people. And um, it, it just keeps happening. I just don't, I, I don't even try to shut it down anymore. I, I'm open to meeting great people. And I've got some guests coming on the show today, uh, dynamic people. Um, our first guest... Um, a dynamic young lady. 
She is um, the host of the Sunday talk show on here on Blog Talk Radio every Sunday. Um, please welcome to the show um, radio sensation, uh, just a dynamic young lady, Miss QT. Hello. Hello. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm phenomenal. I'm on fire right now. <laughs> that is a that was an awesome lesson. Oh my goodness. I'm thank you. I'm inspired. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um we are honored to have you on the show because I am I'm just when I when I meet dynamic people I sometimes it it takes the my breath away and right now I'm having a hard time saying what I really want to say because I'm in your presence and and oh, the people wow. tell the people more about, about what it is you do. Okay, well, um, like Ma said, I'm the host of a Sunday talk show. Now, the name of the show is the Sunday Night Sound Off. We do it every Sunday on Blog Talk Radio, and we started off on Talk Shoe last year, the end of last year, and it's just grown, you know. Got to give glory to God because he has definitely, you know, been a light, you know, when the show, when I sometimes want to give up. He's like, nope, yeah, got to keep going. <laughs> so I definitely have to give him the glory for that. But, you know, what our show is, basically, we, we just talk about what's going on with the week. It's a, almost like a sounding board, Sunday okay. night sound off, you know. So things may have happened during the week, you know. We let our callers um, just get stuff off their chest, and we talk about everything from news to entertainment to celebrities, relationships. So that's what we do every Sunday night. We have a blog, um, the Sunday Night Sound Off dot com or Sunday Night Sound Off dot com. There's no D on there. Okay. Sunday Night Sound Off dot com, and we're definitely gonna get your tips and post them because those great. were just awesome. Great, those great, were awesome. So. <laughs> I'm um, again. I look forward to helping people. So this is I get a kick out of this stuff, like being able to, to be in a position to help people. So this is. Everything I can do to help you, I'm willing to help you. Okay, great, yeah. So, could you tell the people about an instance that um, you may have been challenged in in trying to be true to yourself, where maybe you know the industry, maybe the industry that you're in, uh, people may have tried to uh, get you to compromise who you really are for what they tried to present to you as some sort of advantage or some sort of advancement. Uh, could, is there anything that you may want to share with the people uh, concerning that? Well, I mean, I don't even know necessarily if it's in this industry um, just yet because we are fairly new. I am fairly new to it. But I will say this. Um, the reason I started the show is because I'm not your conventional. I, I'm, I majored in broadcasting in school, uh, did a lot of reporting for the university, and actually got employed at a TV station um, uh Right after college, right after okay. I graduated, I got a, a job at a TV station writing the news. And I saw what goes on behind the scenes in the newsroom, and I didn't really like it. Um, I, I tried for a while to be a reporter. Um, they want you to change your hair, hair color. They want you to lose weight, pick up weight, dress a certain way. I mean, it's it's all about looks. Right. You know, so um, I just, there are some things that I was not willing to do. So I decided that I would make my own way in the industry and 
just doing that, you know, doing a talk show. And uh, as of recent here, I'm starting up a production company. We're going to be doing video, you know, uh, videos, commercials, things of that sort. So I've just decided to make my way in myself and not really conform to what the broadcast industry's idea of a black woman, what she should look like. So, And that's a dynamic thing. A lot of people miss that point. As a dreamer, and as a visionary, you're not going to conform to everybody else's opinion of what you should be. And I think that, you know, that's, that's really cool. You know, you stood up and said, you know what, I'm not that person that you're trying to create me into, and I want to be who I really am. I think a lot of people need, are, are going to be blessed by hearing that, hearing you say that. Yeah, because here's the thing. If it's something that you love and you get in a position or a situation where you don't love it, it's going to it's gonna backfire and you're not going to love it anymore. Okay, hold on one second. My phone's going to die, so I'm going to switch phones, okay? Not a problem. Folks, this is live. This is live talk show radio. Anything can happen at any time, so you have to be prepared at a moment's notice because we never know what can happen. You know, this is Hello? in the day of technology. You know, we we never know what can happen. But thank God that you know you're understanding and understanding that this is live, and it's a part of what makes this thing beautiful. Yeah, sorry about that. Not a problem. Oh goodness, embarrassing. Okay, but yeah, so. That that's what I you know that's how I didn't conform um, in this industry and I'm doing what I love you know okay so in doing what you love how would you say um, how would you say your your life has changed since you made the step towards doing that thing you love um well number one I think I'm happier okay you know um, going to a job every day like I said I mean I've been in I've been I've always had the dream to be in media um, ever since I was younger. So for me to actually get there and the everyday stresses of work and newsroom politics, much like office politics, except everybody is way more stressed out because you have breaking news and stuff like that. It was just, it, I didn't like it. <laughs> Point blank. I did not like it. Um, so I got there and slowly but surely my my happiness level started going down because this is what I love to do. I've always wanted to do this. Now I'm here and I wasn't happy. So I think the the biggest thing is I'm happier because okay. I'm doing what I love without all the other stuff. Okay. And and I you know that's that's really cool that you can come here and and say that. Mm-hmm. Cuz that that my heart is right there. I I believe that you know, if you do what you love, the money will follow. Everything that you need will fall in place when you get in line with what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to really worry about, you know, begging for bread, you know, uh, if you're in line with what God has asked you to do, mm-hmm. what God has put you on this planet to do. I mean, your assignment is, is, is to help people, and you're being able to help people, I think, more dynamically when, when, you're, when you love it mm-hmm. versus, you know, just waking up and going to get a check. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean... You know, and in news, you know, you see the people who work at 5 o'clock, you know, in the afternoon and or who do, you know, the midday show, but I had the morning show. So um, I had to be working at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oof. Not fun. Oh, Lord. I, I'm not a morning person, so that just that's just like somebody taking their fingernails across a, a chalkboard to me when you said that. Yeah, 2 o'clock in the morning with, um, I had 
I had a, my child, he's two now. When I was working there, he was about nine months. So, of course, there was, you know, this whole sleeping schedule was off. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and, you know, it, it just made it hard for me. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to have to make some changes here. And I found out, you know, about talk shoes, like I said at first. And I was like, wow, I can host a radio show and, you know, on my own time when I want to do it. So, and then we got into the blogging thing, which I have to admit, I'm not a big fan of blogging. <laughs> <laughs> I blog here and there, but, I mean, I just like, you know, the idea of having the website so somewhere so people can go. So if any of your listeners out there need an internship, too, as well, we're going to be looking for an intern for the blog pretty soon okay. here. So I'll, I'll give you more information about that. But Okay. Well, do me a favor. Give Give the people a word of encouragement. Anybody who's listening right now, who needs to understand that it's okay to be who they are, that they're they're created to be unique, right. and that sometimes they're not going to blend in. Okay. Give them a word of encouragement to, to keep moving forward. Um, you know, I, I just recently heard something um, that really, really inspired me, and I'm, I'm going to share it with your listeners because it was so profound that I had to write it on my wall. <laughs> I literally <laughs> had to write it on my wall, not on a poster or anything, but on my actual wall. And it says that the will of God will not take you anywhere where the grace of God will not protect you. And I think that fits in so well here. Don't worry about anything. You may not be the perfect fit. You may be different. Just trust in God and know that his will for you is going to take you where he will protect you. And you don't have to worry about anything. And I think that's just, you know, and not just in, in not fitting in, but in everyday life, in, in adversity, in anything that comes your way. So that's my my little word there. <laughs> well, it's not a little word. That's a dynamic word. I think somebody is, is, is definitely being blessed by you, you know, saying that. So, QT, tell people where they can find you and how, to, um, how they can keep in touch with you. Okay. Um you can check us out, or I say us, I have a co-host too, um, he's DJ Spinner, but um, you can get in touch with me, my email is QT, that's just the letter Q and the letter T, QT, at sundaynightsoundoff.com. You can email me uh, if you have any show ideas, if you have anything you want to add to the blog, if you see a funny video on YouTube or something, you know, like I said, it's just a a hodgepodge of different things on the blog. If you have any issues that you want to talk about on the show, our show airs every Sunday at 8.30 on Blog Talk Radio here. And it's Sunday Night Sound Off is our um, URL. And we're also on Twitter. You can hit me at Sunday Talk Show. That's um, all together, all one word, Sunday Talk Show on Twitter. And we're on MySpace as well. Um myspace.com backslash Sunday Night Sound Off. So I definitely would love to hear from you guys. Like I said, we are looking for interns, so if there's a blogger out there who wants to throw their hands in the mix, please feel free to email me. And keep listening to Miles' show. Oh, my gosh, we're going to put Miles' inspirational word up today. We're going to put that on the blog. So just in case you guys didn't get to write everything down, we're going to have that up on the blog. And yes. uh, 
be looking for Miles on the blog too. We're gonna try to get Miles to do something. <laughs> Wait, I, you know I'm there. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll definitely do it. And thank you for having me on. What a great! Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, this is so many words I heard today. I think I'm gonna have to like play it again. <laughs> Please week. play it again. Yeah. Please play it again. Tell tell everybody else to take the podcast and play it again. Yeah, I will definitely do that. Well, it's been an honor having you, and we again, you know. I'm looking forward to doing some dynamic things with you. So, definitely, definitely, this is not the this is not the last time at all. <laughs> I I believe that. I believe that. Okay, and we'll we'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, people, um, again, just dynamic dynamic people that we that we're finding. Um, our next guest is a dynamic author. Um, she's a Christian fiction author uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she's the author of the book Married Strangers. Um, absolute phenomenal person. Um, I've had the, the pleasure of meeting her in person, and um, her her spirit is just she's just one, a, a dynamic person. I, I don't know any other word to describe her other than awesome, just dynamic, um, unique. Uh, a person who stands out. Um, I'd like to introduce to the to you my audience, uh, Miss. Dwan Abrams. Dwan Hi, Miles. How are you? I'm great, and you? I'm terrific. Thank you for that intro. I'm so honored and flattered and everything else. Wow, thank you. <laughs> You're so, but it's true. <laughs> I, I wouldn't tell it if it wasn't the truth. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate that. That was beautiful. And I feel the same way about you. I think you're incredible. Oh, you just make me smile and blush at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so I am... Um, I have to I have to do this part of it. I have to interview because I could just sit here and just let you talk all day because I think that you're you know you are such a dynamic person and and your insight in in how you write and everything I think that people you you you've touched my life you know I've I've had the honor of reading your book A Merry Strangers. Thank you. I think it's a dynamic dynamic work. Um, how is it that you can put your your heart and soul into your your um, your craft like? you know, writing your novels and things like that um, so, you know, effectively and so efficiently. Well, thanks for that. Pretty much I write because I love it. It's my passion, and I believe that when God gives you a word to tell a story that it kind of just will flow through you in the way that he would have it to flow, and that's what I do. Before I start writing anything, I pray about it, and I just say, God, lead me to where I want to go. When I don't force it, I just, go with the flow of it, and I let my characters dictate what's happening next. I don't usually start out with an end in mind. I just let them go there. I have an idea of what I want them to do and the journey I want them to take, but how they'll ultimately end up, because sometimes you may have something in your mind, and the characters may say, hey, this is not how it's going down, so you have to adjust and do what they say. So I kind of get inspired in so many different ways, but my characters do talk to me. Sometimes I dream about them. So that's how I'm able to really get into the books that I write, simply because I just let those characters live. <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow, that that's dynamic. So how how, do you, how are you able to let them live? I mean, would, is prayer and meditation a big piece of that puzzle? It's big. It is. I mean, it, now it's amazing to me because I'm actually working on my sixth novel, and uh-huh. I did not. It's pretty funny because after you write the first book, you know, your family and friends kind of think, oh, okay, she just said she wants to write a book, and that's it, and they don't expect you to do any more. 
Then when the second comes out, it's like, oh, well, maybe she's kind of serious. Then when the third comes out, they're like, oh, okay, she's a writer now. So it takes a while before it kind of catches on to the people who know you. And when you write more than that, then it's like, okay, I didn't realize I had this many stories in me. But basically, I think that when you live just everyday life, the people you encounter, the things that you hear about on the news or a funny story or anything, all that is relative when you're a writer because all of it inspires you. Everything inspires you. Even when you read the Bible, there are characters in there that will inspire you to say, you know, wow, so-and-so overcame this, that, or the other, and how can I put a modern-day spin on that? So it's always something that can be written about. So the characters kind of will come to you just, I mean, I can't even describe to you how they just come to you. It's like they just pop up. <laughs> and now the and now the good part about it is that I have characters now that have been created in previous books that my readers have said, "Hey, I want a sequel to that." So now it's like they will tell me which characters they want to see again. So the characters already exist. Now I just have to keep them in current situations. And so I'm very happy to be able to do that, especially with my novel, Divorcing the Devil. I didn't expect that to catch on to as many people as it did, and that has become one of my best-selling books to date, I should say. I don't want to say ever, no, but to date. And I get a lot of comments about that particular book. So the sequel to that one um, is called My Mother's Child, and that will be released by Urban Christian in March of 2010. So that was the first time I actually had an opportunity to say, wow, you know, when readers read someone and they don't want to see the end of something, then it's good to have that sequel for them to look forward to. So definitely had an experience with that. And um, it's interesting that you mentioned my book, Married Strangers, because that's my latest release. And when I wrote that one, I didn't really think how I was going, who I was going to do a sequel to first. I knew that it was giving you an introduction to the characters, but I wasn't sure who would come back to have a full novel. And now the book I'm working on deals with Raina and Bryce, the interracial couple, and that book is the one that I'm working on currently, and they have really been talking to me a lot. (laughs) And they have a lot of uh, drama that they will have to overcome, so... No doubt. It's it's continuous, and I'm sure that there's other story ideas that I have for characters that I haven't written yet. But, you know, you have to just take your time. You can only do one book at a time, because if I could do more, I would, but one book at a time, so finish one and move on to the next project. But it's it's exciting for me, and I do enjoy what I do, and I'm very fortunate to be able to do it as my full-time career, and I love it, and I'm blessed, and I thank God every single day for allowing me to be able to do what I love. Now, and that's a perfect segue, because that was the next question I was going to ask you. How important is it to, to be in a position to do what it is that you love versus doing something you have to do? Well, it makes all the difference in the world, because I can tell you that listening to what you talked about earlier, it's, it really is important to do what you're called to do because we can do what we want to do, what we think we should be doing, and if it's not in accordance with God's will for what he has for us, then it won't work. We'll, there will, we'll be uncomfortable and we'll know it. And I'll give a perfect example of that is when I was in corporate America, I had gone to college for marketing, and I thought that I wanted to be like this advertising executive, and I wanted to – just manage people, and I just thought I wanted to be that girl, the businesswoman. And it got to the point where when I was in corporate America, 
You know, I had people who worked for me, and they would even call me boss lady, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, but I wasn't happy. No matter how much money I made, no matter what was going on, and I remember that when I bought my first house, I was so happy and excited to be able to do it because it wasn't like a basic starter house that I had seen. You know, it was a, a really nice house. And I um, remember when I bought my first, like, foreign car, it was a Jaguar, and I was like, okay, I have really arrived. I'm so happy, but I wasn't. It was I was getting the material things that I thought I wanted, but I was so not happy, not because things weren't going well in the workplace. It was because I had a disconnect where something was missing, where I had this desire to write a book. And I had started writing my first book, and I just didn't know about going and getting it published or what I needed to do. So I was, like, researching how can I get it out there and all of this other stuff. But every day that I would be at work, all I could think about was writing. That was all I wanted to do. Every free moment I had, I would write. I would stay up late at night and write. And I didn't care if I lost sleep or anything. It was like the only thing driving me from day to day was knowing that I wanted to finish a book. And I would think about the characters I mean, even people at work would say to me, you know, well, you know, what's got you like in this place or whatever because you're different? And I would say because I'm going to be a writer. And that's just all I could say. And they would, and I would not let a lot of people read my drafts of anything or anything like that. But I remember when the book came out, I got so much support from the people I worked with. But what I also noticed is that when I started walking in my destiny, a lot of people who worked with me became, I don't like to say words like intimidated or jealous or anything, but, you know, when you deal with people who aren't walking in their destiny, sometimes they tend to be envious of someone who steps out on faith and walks right. out in theirs. Right. And so what I found was that I was encountering that, and it, I didn't let it break my spirit because I continued on and wrote a second book, but to show you how God will work something out for you, how when you're not doing what he's telling you you should do and you're leaning to your own understanding, this is how much I was I was having a disconnect. I had prayed to God. I was like, God, I'm so tired of this particular position. Can you please just get me a promotion and just, you know, do whatever. I want the job where I can telecommute. I want a boss who's not really in my face, that type of stuff. And God was like, okay, fine. So I got that job. I got promoted. I had a boss who worked in a different state. I had the option to telecommute. I thought I had landed my dream job. And when I tell you that it turned out to be one of the worst positions I ever held in my entire working career, that I could not understand how I got the thing answered. But let me tell you, it was like God said to me, yeah, this is what you wanted, and I'll answer your prayer because the prayers of the righteous avail as much. And you asked and you believed, and I will give you a taste of what you think you want, but I got something else in store for you. And when I tell you that it was like every day I would go into work like, is it time to leave yet? <laughs> All of this stuff, <laughs> you know, and my boss was the worst that I had ever encountered of anybody I've ever worked for in my life, even though she was out of state she was just making things rough would call me when I would work from home all sorts of things and so long story short my company ended up merging with another company they got bought out and they gave us the option the managers they were like you can get a severance package voluntary severance package we'll ask for volunteers first before we do like downsizing altogether. so you can just you know say you want to do this and we'll buy you out 
And I thought, perfect opportunity. But I didn't just jump at it because I didn't. I was in a good position, but I didn't have as many much seniority as people who had been working for the company. I mean, my boss had like 35 years seniority. She had been with the company longer than I had been alive. You know, so for oh. something like that, for little old me to be coming in thinking that I was going to get any kind of consideration, you know, I had to say, okay, well, this is where I have to put my faith to work. And I said, God, if this is really for me, if you really want me to pursue this writing full time, I will do it and I will write things that glorify you. Just please, you know, do what you will. I'll apply for this, but if I don't get it, then I'll just know that it's not time. But if I do get it, just support me, God, and make sure that, you know, I'm able to take care of myself and do all the things I need to do. And I'll trust you. I have faith. So I put my package in, and it got approved. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to be without a job. <laughs> that was my initial thing. What am I going to do? But, but you know, I did not second-guess myself. That was just the initial response in the flesh. But then I said, okay, God, I've made this deal. I was like, you know, if you do this for me, then I'll trust you to lead me through. And that was like uh, three, a little over three years ago, three and a half years ago, and I haven't had to work for anyone else. And wow. it was amazing to me because – Actually, when I got that package, I had just, like, was finishing up my manuscript for my second book, and it was with my editor and all that stuff, and I had gotten picked up by a small press publisher to publish that book. And so one of my friends, I knew my book would be coming out within six months, so I was like, well, that's fine. You know, at least I have another book. I have something that I can, you know, utilize and get out there and, and do what I need to do. And so... During that time, right before my book was about to come out, one of my friends told me about an anthology that had, like, um, I think they were having 20 authors at the time, and they had 19, and she needed one more author, and she said, you didn't hear about this. And I was like, no, and she was like, there's only one slot left. Hurry up and, you know, put your information in and fill this out and, you know, submit. And I was like, well, that's because it was saved for me. That's why there's only one slot left, and I was very confident that I would get it, and my story got accepted, and I was a part of this anthology. And so my friend was mainstream published, and I forget how many titles she had out at the time, but she had several. And so she told me that she had read my first book, and um, she had read this short story that I submitted, and she thought that um, I should submit to like a major publishing house. And so... I was like, well, I don't even know where to begin with this because I'm not down for that. I've heard the stories about people getting rejected, and, you know, I don't have time for all that. I just write, and, you know, that's it, and just do what I do. And so she's like, no, I really think that you can do it. Just go ahead and finish whatever you're working on and submit to Urban Christian. They're a new imprint. They're part of Urban Books, and they, they just made this new imprint. Go for it. And so she gave me the editor's name. I submitted. I finished my manuscript, Divorcing the Devil. Mm -hmm. And I submitted that to the publisher and got picked up for a two-book deal. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I only submitted to one publishing house and got picked up with the major wow. book deal. Now, that was God's favor. You know, wow. that's just all that was. And because things, cause I stepped out on faith, you know, I quit my job, was relying on my severance package, and I was like, I don't want to go back to work again. So, God, you, you need to work me a favor. And that's what he did. And after that, the same short story that I submitted to that anthology, I turned into the full-length novel, Married Strangers. Wow. So that's how that worked. 
Wow, that's and that's yes. <laughs> that's a dynamic read. I, you know, I, you. anybody who ha- can can hear my voice, get that book. Mary Sanders <laughs> by Dewan Abrams is a dynamic book. You need to get it. Um, Thank you, Dewan. I, I, oh gosh, you have been you're on fire. But I I Thank I you. gotta do this. I gotta do this. Give the people a word of encouragement to step wow. out on their dreams. To step out on your dreams, I would just have to say, don't ever doubt yourself. Pray about everything and believe and visualize and think positive thoughts, speak positive words. And if you even see your mind going to a negative train of thought, just hold on to God's promises because he's infallible. He can't lie, and that's just the truth. God is the truth. And the same thing that your previous guest said about not, um, oh, goodness, what did she say? It was so powerful, and it was just on me, about God not taking you somewhere, that his, that your character can't keep you. The, the will and of God that, won't take you where the grace of God it. won't protect yes, you. Yes, that was it. Oh, that was beautiful, and that was perfect. And that's what we have to remember, not to worry about anything, anything. I mean, it, there's so much encouragement in the Word of God. Read the Bible and just know that he's here, he loves you, he'll protect you, he's going to provide for you, and he will make a way, but we just have to remember to believe it, not doubt it, not lean to our own understanding. So that is what I would say is have faith, have faith above anything else. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, well, I, you know what, I want to bring you back on um, later um Whenever you get some time, I want to bring you back. I want to, I want to give you a whole show. We just let you just rip for a whole show. Cause oh, thank you. You are the best. Because <laughs> there's more. There's more in there. I feel it. I, I got to go in this direction. We got to. We. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people, Devon, where we can find you and uh, how we can get our hands on those dynamic uh, writing works of art. Thank that you, you. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, you can go to my website at www.dewanabrams.com and that's Dewan spelled D-W-A-N and Abrams, A-B-R-A-M-S. And you can also visit me on Facebook. I keep my name consistent throughout. So Dewan Abrams on Facebook, Dewan Abrams on MySpace, Dewan Abrams on Twitter. So you can find me that way. I'm all over the place online and probably on some of the other social networkings too, like Ning Networks and so forth. So if you're on it, I'm probably on it if it deals with authors and readers. So hit me up, Dewan Abrams. Dewan, I'm thoroughly excited. Um, Just, uh, again, this has been an honor for for me. I know the the audience has definitely definitely been blessed. Um, Thank you. It's been my pleasure. If, if if possible, could you hold on for five minutes? There's somebody coming on the show that I want to introduce you to. Sure, I'd be happy to. Okay. Um, again, we we are so thankful for for each and every one of you for staying online. Um, I'm um I know we're taking the show over just a, a little bit longer tonight. Uh, but I have I have to do this for you. I have one more dynamic guest who's been on the show multiple times. Who's going to be on the show multiple times to come. Um, this is um. Uh, just one of my one of my friends. I absolutely admire the person I'm getting ready to bring on because her story is very similar to the other two uh, guests we've had on. Um, she's a person who has stepped out on faith. She has she has authored uh, I think three books in print now in at, that are uh, for sale at Amazon.com. Um, she's probably working on many many more. She's a, just a dynamic overall individual. Uh, I'm going to introduce to you right now, Miss. Monica Marie Jones. Monica, are you there? 
Hello, yes, Monica. I'm here. Yes, it's an absolute honor to have you on. Um, I had to I had to let the people know Monica was supposed to be my uh, my co-host today. Uh, we were supposed to um, we had had this big thing event planned for in Atlanta today, but she couldn't make it. She had to take care of some other business, but she still was able to find time to come on today and just to grace us with her presence. Um, Monica, um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the, the, everybody we got on here today has just been taking the words out of my mouth, and, and you're no no different. Um, I know, and I love to talk, and for once I'm slightly speechless because I've just been so blessed from your message to QT to Dwan. I mean, it's like I've been really asking God some questions. I've been talking his ear off, okay? <laughs> and it's like he's answering me through this show. So I am just wow. floored right I now. I thank God for that because that's, that's why I was praying just before the show went on, you know, that people get touched and get blessed. Because I don't just want to I don't want to just be rambling off at my mouth. You know, that I, I can do that some other time, some other place. But not here. I want to, I want this to be a blessing to people. So I'm I'm honored that you know you you're blessed by this. Hello, Monica. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, did they cut us off? <laughs> like, wait a minute. I paid the light bill. <laughs> I'm just trying to follow your lead, Miles, because I have like five thousand points to all ten of the tips you had, plus things to say to each person's interview. So I don't even want to get started. <laughs> I just well, want to follow I, your I tell, lead. I tell you what we do. I tell you what we do. I want you to basically introduce yourself to the people who are still online and let them know who you are and and, and how we can find you. Okay. Well, my name is Monica Marie Jones. I am an author and motivational speaker, and you can find me at www.monicamariejones.com. I totally love to blog about topics that we've discussed today. And there's just two things i got to say, if I may. Go ahead. Um, that kind of goes along with what you talked about today and something I've been contemplating, meditating, praying on, and just living, especially these last few months. Is uh, The first one is um, speak the truth in love. A lot of times we get so caught up in worrying about what everybody else thinks and what everybody else wants and not hurting people, but we end up hurting them in the long run, if you will, by not speaking right. the truth in love. So that's one thing that I've really been trying to do in order to stay true to myself. And the other thing, and this was my Facebook status the other day, and I'm going to put it back up, is that in all you do, do it with a joyful heart. Otherwise, what is the purpose? Wow. What is the point? Right. And, you know, I, that came to me because I was like, when I started getting closer to God, I just wanted to do anything with God or spirit or spiritual attached to it. So I was like starting dance ministries and joining dance ministries and just doing all this stuff. And then I was burning myself out and didn't want to go to rehearsals. And I realized that I wasn't doing things with a joyful heart. And just because God's name is on doesn't mean we're doing it for God. We end up doing it for man, you know. I was showing up because I didn't want to disappoint this dancer or that teacher or this. And it was not, you know, I wasn't doing it for the true purpose anymore. So, again, when you are a person that, is blessed to be able to inspire and lead and encourage others, you have to make sure that you take it on back and that you're true to yourself and that you're doing things that you're doing with a joyful heart. <clears throat> Otherwise, you will definitely build resentment towards other people, towards what you're doing, and towards yourself. And then you end up being more of a hindrance than you are a help to everyone you're supposed to bless in the world. You know, somebody needs to hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. I, I've been... I've been balancing this very same thing you're talking about myself, 
And I, I've been telling people, if you can't do it at, unto the Lord, if you can't do it with love, shut it down. Don't you, you need to stop because you're wasting your time. And even if if it's something, even if it's something that you do really well, and it may not be lining up with it, where you're going right now, if you're if you cannot do it as unto the Lord in love and 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 be respectable and be joyous doing it, you got to shut it down or figure out a way to to, to reinvent yourself in that thing because. Um, People get hurt if you don't if your heart is not in it. People get 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 really hurt, and you don't want to be responsible for bringing hurt on the people because a lot of people are going to turn to you for support and they're going to turn to you for help. So you can't be that person that's helping them but hurting them at the same time. You got to be the person that's going to be able to operate in love. So I definitely want to piggyback on what she just said because I totally agree with it. Exactly. And, you know, <clears throat> I had to learn it the hard way. Just because you're great or good at a lot of things does not mean that you're supposed to be doing all those things, you right, know. Right, I, I would listen to people like, you, you're such a great actress. You're such a good dancer. You're such a good – and so I was trying to do, like, 20 different things, and I couldn't be excellent, you know, complete right. excellence at anything until I right. just focused in on what my true calling and passion was and my purpose. Right, right. It, it, that's important. That that Again, people, these are important things to understand. You have to – you got to focus on something. <laughs> you can't be a, a jack of all trades all the time. You got to master something. <laughs> exactly. So, so those, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I'm just again, like I, I'm just um, completely floored by you know the three people that I was able to bring on the show today. You know, <laughs> I'm like sitting here like speechless myself. I'm just I'm I'm really trying to re- recapture my thoughts because I had. All this dynamic stuff playing, and you guys just, you know, the the sum of the total is greater than the parts. I mean, everybody just added to it, and it's just it just start multiplying. And, and and the energy that we created here today, I believe that is going to change somebody's life. Some whoever hears this podcast now is going is going to change their lives. And I I'm thankful to be a part of this because you don't you may not realize what you've done for me just being able for for me to hear you, you know, each and every one of you today. This this has been a dynamic show for myself. So. Um, Monica, is there anything that you, any word of encouragement you'd like to give to people? Well, I'll just say something that I think is a word of encouragement, but it's directly to what you just said. Um, just remember that everything happens for a reason. You know, at the beginning of this show, Miles, you asked that the Holy Spirit led and guided the show, and that's what happened. Just like Dewan said, when you pray for it, you believe in it, you have faith, it's going to happen. So be prepared yes. to get what you ask for, you yes. know, because... I mean, it just this show just blessed me, and I will be writing several blogs <laughs> based on what I've heard today. But, again, I just want to repeat, speak the truth in love, and in all that you do, do it with a joyful heart. Otherwise, what's the point? Wow. And, Monica, I want to also add to, to, to let you know, we're going to get you down here, and we're going to do something dynamic. I want you to um, I want to introduce you to Dewan and also uh, Dee Stewart. Uh, she's a... Uh, my Atlanta publicist now because she she she's dynamic. Um, I want to introduce you to her. Um, there, there's we're, we're going to do some big things down here, and I'm, I'm just excited about um, the fact that you know we're going to do these things. You know, I know this weekend we know some things had to change, but don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Yes, I'm going to buy my plane ticket to make sure I'm there. <laughs> you know, because I got to get down there. The energy there is so positive, and I just want to be a part of that network. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Monica, I gotta I gotta do this because it's the you know I gotta I gotta end the show. But I want you to um, let me do this. 
I'm going to, um, after the show, I'm going to give you a call because I, I want to share some things with you. Is that okay? That's great. Okay. I'm going to end the show now. Um, people, um, this has been an absolute dynamic moment for me um, to be a part of something that, that was as dynamic as this show has been today. Um, I want to give acknowledgments to uh, several people, uh, to my, my guest today, my dynamic guest, QT, uh, Dewan Abrams, Miss Monica, Monica Marie, Marie Jones. Also, I want to give um, an acknowledgement to D. Stewart, uh, Fran Briggs, uh, Miss Sha- Mrs. Shawnita Marks, who's going to be on next week. She's a dynamic author as well. Um, Mary Chapman, uh, love uh, the the creation of love uh, in Atlanta. Uh, Miss Kim Yanzari, Mr. Stephen Biko, Miss Candy Sims from. Um, Black Bigs Entertainment um, for setting up my uh, birthday party last night. Um, Ms. Stephanie Reed, uh, who's officially my new Twitter pal. And to all those uh, people who are sharing a July birthday with me, uh, for those who don't know, that my uh, my birthday is tomorrow. And this show is dynamic to me because even for um, those who don't know, I met Dewan in person on her birthday. And now she shares my uh birthday show with me so this is this is absolutely great so i don't even know if she knew that but yep this is this is why i enjoyed having you on here because it's a dynamic connection um before i let you go there's one thing i want to share with you um this movement is starting to pick up momentum and i am enjoying uh being able to help people but i'm being asked to to help people on a broader global scale now and i'm putting this out here now the details are, are forthcoming, but I want you to consider be, to become a Roar partner with Lionheart Enterprises and Miles W. Miller. Everything that I'm doing as a motivational speaker and as, as a life coach is to help dreamers and visionaries create a championship standard of living, you know, by celebrating and, and promoting their uniqueness. I want each and every one of you to, to consider partnering with us, to become a Roar partner with us. Uh, in other words, to reach out and restore the voice of dreamers and visionaries across the globe. And more information is forthcoming, but to get more information from me, just give me a call at my office. You can call me at 678-389-9542. Again, that phone number is 678-389-9542. And I thank you tremendously for your um, support. I thank you tremendously for everything that you've been doing as far as listening to the show and telling people about it and bringing people to the show, bringing people to the site, emailing the podcast to people. Anything you, you're doing to, to get the word out is great. I, I love you. I appreciate you for it. So without further ado, I honestly love each and every one of you. I am praying for the absolute best in your lives. I'm praying for God's best in your lives. So remember this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. That's my mantra. That's my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. I'm Miles Miller. This has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.